Tell me more truly allows me to connect with who I'm speaking with. It also allows me to take a temperature reading on what's really going on. Because sometimes the shit that's happening, there's other underlying factors that you really may or may not know about. But these three words of tell me more might help to unpack that. Hello, hello, construction professionals. Welcome to the podcast where we flip the script on what it means to live, breathe, and lead construction today. In this podcast series, we unpack how great construction can really be when you lead with humanity, put people first, and drop the bullshit of the way it's always been done. Our world has changed, our conversations have changed, and it's time construction catches up. What's going on, construction professionals? Welcome to the People First, Then Construction podcast, where we dive into deep, real, raw, and sometimes damn uncomfortable conversations that's what it's all about. The choice to choose how we show up, lead, and really care about the people in our industry. Today, I'm humbled by this topic. It's very important to me. It's not only played a role in my professional career, but it made its way into my own home. This has to do with something that actually happened between my son and myself. I'm going to share this story vulnerably. And by the end of this episode, you'll certainly be able to have an understanding how the language you use can be so impactful. You will also understand how important it is not to let our emotions overpower our intelligence. We often hear the framework that communication is a strong foundation for every project. There are many different ways to communicate verbally, non-verbally, written. And while much of this is true, how we communicate does make a difference. Tell me more. Three words that can really elevate and change the game. Super simple. Tell me more truly allows me to connect with who I'm speaking with. It also allows me to take a temperature reading on what's really going on. Because sometimes the shit that's happening, there's other underlying factors that you really may or may not know about. But these three words of tell me more might help to unpack that. Tell me more really gets you to know somebody when your colleague says, Hey, I just bought a dog and brought it home to my family. Now, you can respond very easily and say, well, that's nice, and really not give a shit. Or you can actually pause, lead with curiosity, and open and say, hmm, that sounds pretty cool. Why don't you tell me more about that? And then look how the dynamic shifts. All of a sudden, now you know the type of dog, where they got the dog, and all the other finer details. And by the way, you're organically creating a relationship with this person. Tell me more. It's humbling. It's vulnerable. It's actually giving a shit about the person. When a client approaches you and they are just lost their shit and they're yelling, they're screaming. We all know this happens. And you have a choice right there. You can armor up and bark back and go to war and draw swords and fucking fight it out. It's going to be exhausting and it's going to leave you in a negative space and it's going to suck the energy right out of you and you're going to tell everybody about it. Or you can, you can, you can take a true temperature reading and say, mm, it sounds like you're a little upset. Why don't you tell me more about that? Doesn't that change the way things go from there? Or I understand what you're saying. That sounds awful. Tell me more about it. When you're getting to know somebody, tell me more. Tell me more about who you are. And when somebody approaches you in a hostile manner, tell me more. How about this one? When your boss comes at you with a whole bunch of accurate or inaccurate information, consider this sounds like a lot of information. I'm not sure where it's all coming from. Or, or the accuracy of it, but I'd love to unpack that. Why don't you tell me more about it? 
I really want to transition to how this impacted me personally. I will never forget this story. This happened between my son, who was seven at the time, and myself. I just picked him and his sister up from school, and we were coming home and sort of going through our, our routine. And I could see something was sort of off with him, but I let him be. And, and so envision this for a second. I'm standing at the kitchen aisle, cutting board with a knife in hand, I don't know, chopping something. Let's call it vegetables, cucumbers, this, but whatever the hell it was. Who, were, who, who remembers? All I remember this is seven years old, Christian and myself in the kitchen, and he looks up to me and says, you know, Daddy, I feel like we're not connected right now. And I looked up and I said, okay. Right. That's not what I was thinking, by the way. I had a fucking knife in my hand. And I'm thinking, what? What? Not connected right now. When I said, I'm not sure where that's coming from, I'm curious. But tell me what's going through your head. So he said, he continued the story and said, you know, Daddy, sometimes I feel like you're just not part of this family. Holy shit. Can I tell you the sensation that went through my body? Here's where the selfish, egotistical part of, my, part of me entered. I went like this. Listen, kid, I'm here with you all the time. I have really shifted my world to be present with you. And you have the fucking balls to say, you're not part of this family. You can imagine sort of the, the, the grip that tightened around my knife. This is in split seconds. Split second. I gotta tell you, like, it, every time I tell the story, it's real time. Here's what I did instead. When he said, you're not part of this family, I literally put the knife down took a deep breath, put my arm around him and said, I'm sorry you feel this way. Tell me what's going on in your world. Help me understand what you're talking about. At this point in time, I started to sit on the floor, cross-legged, and I am almost touching knees with him. I'm looking him in the eyes and I can see the emotion on him. I see some anger and I know that underneath that anger, there's sadness. So all of the anger that was sort of built up inside of me when he said, we're not connected and you're not part of this family, Man, did I want to fucking lash out. I don't know how else to say it except fucking lash out and armor up and defend that statement. Instead, I grabbed him and we sat on the floor and I paused and I just looked at him, put my hand on his, his knee to let him know subconsciously that I was there for him. I said to him, Christian, I love you dearly and you made some heavy statements. Would you mind getting into that with me? Tell me more about what's going through your head. And he was almost in tears at this point in time, and I had certainly had a shift of energy because I actually cared. And when he said that, I didn't know how else to react. I mean, he's seven years old. So I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck does that even mean when you say we're not connected? I look at him, and he said to me, Daddy, I don't even know how to tell you this. I don't even know if it's going to make sense. I don't really want to tell you because I know how you're going to respond. I said, listen, I promise you this. You tell me what's going on, and I won't respond. So I'll take it all in, and we can choose to go from there. He said to me, sometimes I feel like I'm just not good enough. Oh, fuck. It's what went through my head. He's seven years old. And so I responded like this. I'm like, what? What? What does that even mean? Why do you think that? He stopped me, like dead stop. He said, see, I knew how you were going to respond and I don't want to talk about this. I said, got it. You're absolutely correct. Thank you for sharing this with me. This is super important to me and it's something I really want to understand. Are you okay if we talk about this later? See, I asked his permission. Are you okay if we talk about this later? You know what happened from there? He said, yes, daddy. I want to talk about this later. How about before bed tonight? I gave him a big hug and I probably squeezed him like he's never been squeezed before from me. And so to come full circle, tell me more. It opens up a window pane to really what's happening. It allows you to actually listen to the person in front of you. Not to rebuttal, but to listen for what's not being said. When I go back to the Christian scenario, it was really easy for me to armor up and defend and tell him how much 
we are connected and how I am here for the family, or I take a different approach. Because if I didn't take that approach, I would have never known what he was really thinking inside. Understand where the person is coming from, and then create a solution around that. Look at the solution that really Christian created. Let's talk about this later. How about before bedtime? He created the call to action. And now you take that to the professional world, change the verbiage, change the language, change the metrics. The philosophy is the same. Understand the person in front of you. Really become a part of their world and listen to learn something. This is a super important topic to me, especially sharing how it drove me in my personal world. And it started in my professional world, truly. They tell me more framework. I learned so much. So I hope you take that with you. I hope you grab something. As always, team, thank you for making it to the end. This has been really important. Thank you for allowing me the time and space to share this story, to share this messaging. I truly wish that you take this with you and bring it into your world and quite possibly create some really monumental discoveries. Truly appreciate you being here. Please leave a rating. This podcast is on track to hit the noteworthy charge of Apple, and that would be super exciting. Please help get there. Jonathan Snelly, thanks for being here.